Agents of ICS is a Monster of the Week horror podcast meant for mature audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Why, hello there, hello there, and welcome back. Since our last session, it's been a hot second due to various martial arts tournaments and things of that nature, but we are indeed back in the middle of questioning one Alec Cassini. Allow us to join our agents now. Shaboink, I have returned. Shaboink. Sorry, was Waifu talking just now because we really can't hear her? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Now we can. That or we're just bullying her. Is someone talking? Maybe. No. Would I'm never. not that evil. Right? <laughs> She's Shirley? too cute. It says the guy with demon in his name. <laughs> hey, that's... I'm a nice demon, though. Yeah, exactly. That's speciest. Calcifer is a demon. <laughs> oh, that's... Dang, you got me there. <laughs> See, I thought he was yeah. elemental. No, he's a demon. He's a fire demon. He's a fire demon, yeah. He's very adamant on that, actually. Unless the yeah, Japanese translation is different. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. watch it in English. <laughs> anyway, one of y'all, I don't know if it was Margot or Carson, but one of you just kind of directly asked Alec, uh, did you ever send your boy, Emmanuel, to some form of sleep therapy or something as a child i think and it might have been me because no it was me i know it's always me <laughs> wow stolen feller <laughs> so i guess margo followed up on that then so y'all asked him that and he sort of gives you a look but doesn't necessarily answer as if to say that's a very particular question to be asking me well the why depends on how much you want to know do we get the idea that he'll he'll elaborate on that He's been a pretty open book so far. Wait a second. My last role was was trust me. Was that? That was probably yeah, the, I think the, that was the let in. inside, right? Yeah. You guys are kind of coming to nowhere. So that was probably let us in your house. We won't kill you. OK, I'm sorry. I forget that that has that. It keeps that record of the last role. Yeah, it technically never goes away. I just uh, wash it every single time. So it's clean and clear. I did not realize that. Sorry. All good. So how much he wants to know? He's been very upfront with your group so far. Yeah. Still, I, I think he came over like uh, as a person who, well, he was aware, but who aren't sure if he wants to know more, if he wants to be part of it, because he was definitely trying to steer away from it, apparently. Precisely. And as he's been thinking all this through... He nods, gives you all a look over, and he's, he's trying to think, like, who really are you people? Do I actually want to know this? Am I putting myself in danger by answering this? Or would this help me? A lot of the expressions and emotions are kind of shooting past his face. He's not really trying too hard to hide them. And he says, I mean, yeah, the boy was... I said he was a little troubled. You know, things were off when he was younger. Yeah, I said kids cry. They do things. But he always felt different. He's the only kid I had. But I don't know. Yeah, we 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 uh, we took him to a study, I guess, to see if he had uh, I don't remember colic or diaper rash, things of that nature, to see if that's why he was crying so much. So something maybe we we couldn't take care of a uh, food. Maybe he doesn't like breast milk. Or maybe he didn't like the formula. Something. We we're trying to figure out why he was crying so much. So yeah, we took him to some studies and whatnot. We want to make sure he was okay. We had a family doctor. Do you happen to recall the name, address, phone number, anything? Not off the top of my head, but I can pull it from my Rolodex, yeah. Sure, let's go with that. Rolodex? Nice. He uh, sort of sighs at this, and he, he stands. It's 
not in the other room. You guys are currently like, in the eating living room with the TV and everything. It's uh, off to what probably would have been like a dining room or something, but it's just a bunch of boxes stacked, a, a table that's covered in just various knickknacks and things of that nature. Uh, he moves on over while occasionally turning around to make sure you guys aren't stealing anything. And he's kind of moving and grunting to himself like, God bless where I put this damn thing. And he goes, ah, ah, ah. After pulling out a drawer, he pops it out, starts flipping through the names, mumbling to himself and goes, uh, yeah, yeah, one, I can't promise he's still here. Uh, obviously, I've not seen him since, but uh, Dr. Marlin was his name. Dr. Marlin, first yeah. name? Oh, first name, sorry, I just wrote down his <laughs> his last. Uh, but here's his uh, number and address, assuming he hasn't moved. You know, copy it down. Yeah. Okay, to Margo. Okay. Sorry, the way I keep notes are pretty quick and dirty, so uh, just got his name. Yeah, that's fine. Family doctor, phone number, address, that's all I need to know. Nice dude, but you know, I, I, I guess he helped a bit. Uh, Emmanuel calmed down a little after seeing him a couple times. After after my wife passed, he he, he tried helping us, and I feel like Emmanuel calmed down a, a bit after that as, as well. But you know, me personally, I already told you, I, I I couldn't handle the kid. I maybe I'm not fit to be a father. Not entirely sure, but I don't want to ruin him any more than he might have already been ruined. Or maybe all his problems are for me because I'm an idiot. Who knows? What exactly was he doing that made you take him to a doctor? I mentioned before, when he was younger, just constant crying. I mean, that's fairly normal for a parent, right? Like, no one knows how kids actually work. Otherwise, there wouldn't be millions of how to raise your child books. There'd be one, and we'd all know. We'd all reference it. There's too many things, and he's, you know, he's a person. They're all different. Maybe he's doing it to be a shit. Maybe he's actually in pain. I don't know. Okay, but you took him to this doctor before and after your wife's death, right? Yeah, before, because I think he had something wrong with his body or something. And after, because, well, you know, <laughs> he technically witnessed a death. All right. That's a pretty big change for a child's life. You got a mommy and a daddy. Suddenly one's gone. How do you explain that to a kid? Is this the only doctor he went to? Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, Dr. Marlin was a pretty good dude. Didn't charge too much. Relatively nice. Good attitude about in general. So, yeah, I liked him. All right, we appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Is a uh, mm, you said uh, he has been doing things that I don't need all the details. Obviously, were you coming to me because you think I might be in danger, or you just need more information? I know you kind of said that before, but you know, be honest. A little of both, honestly. He was last seen moving in this direction, so we assumed. I wouldn't count that as a coincidence. All right. Well, if he's ahead of you all. I'm assuming he's past now. I assume you don't Most know likely. what vehicle he's driving. He's jumping he ditched cars. his vehicle. So we have an assumption of where he might be, but that's about it. Yeah, right, right, right. All right, well, uh, yeah, I guess y'all can take a, my number two, and he, he rips out a clean sheet from the Rolodex, jots his number down, hands it over to your group. Do says, you have family elsewhere? Are you suggesting I visit them? Yeah. Uh, it's not gonna hurt. Yeah, Plus it's not good to be cooped up in a house by yourself for too long. I mean, not much I can change about that situation. This is kind of just my life. Well, go on a vacation, mm. and let us know if he contacts you. Will do, will do. I, I got some time in my brother's a uh, few towns over. Maybe I'll yeah, visit him for a little while and then swing back when things are cleared. Yeah, sounds good. Uh. All right, all right. I hope he hasn't really gotten into too much trouble. But 
Watch the kid for me. Yeah. You said his name was Jack. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, and he's he's kind of just staring off into the distance. And he shakes his head and looks back at your group. Anyway, uh, let's say anything else you need from me. I guess y'all can head out. Uh, that was it. Thank you for your time. Yeah, sorry I could have been more helpful, but it was a while ago. Nature of the job, my guy. You're good. All right, with that, he kind of shuffles over the door, opens it, and shows your group out. But now we're all this place now. <laughs> <laughs> um, first order of business, I want to get that water sample sent back to ICS. Okay, in terms of distance, it's obviously going to be kind of a pain in the ass. You can mark that as something that you're going to do, of course. But driving well, is, is is there a post office somewhere nearby? Yes. The question is, how long do you plan on being this far from base? Because realistically, it might actually be faster just to visit the doctor than drive back. Mm, that's yeah. true. All right. Like I think we were aware of a another location where he might be, right? In terms of his general location, currently you got nothing, but they're doing their absolute best. When they have anything, they'll send it to you guys. I thought that was like an old house or something. Or was oh. it the old house where they lived, where the mother died? Yeah, where the mom died. Yeah, yeah, you do indeed have the last address, but there's that that was gained from the father. Yeah, I think we're also going to check that out. Sure, it's not terribly far from here, and the doctor would be closer to that home anyway, so they'd be in a general proximity. Is that we're headed to next? Might yeah. as well. Yeah, might as well. All right, doctor or house first? Well, let's see if the house is vacant first, I guess. All right, doing some quick research along the way. Uh, Kaiba, you have easier access to things than most folk, and I want to have you roll for this as you can kind of just do a quick history look. Uh, they did indeed sell the house, you know, quite some time ago. Fortunately, this is all uh, public information, uh, usually posted somewhere. Annoyingly, we would know. And uh, you can see the exchanged hands one more time after that, but it looks like people are currently living in the home. Yes. Oh, it's not high priority right now. I guess just check up and see if there's, I don't know, something amiss with the house, and otherwise we can go to the uh, doctor first. Okay. When, when yeah, you say, that sounds good. When you say a drive-by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically just going to drive by, see if there's any, any weird vibes or if anything looks okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, when you guys drive on by, the house seems to honestly look fine. The last photos that you saw of it were a little bit older. The uh, owners that purchased it from... Uh, the last listing that you found online, they've owned it for maybe four years. They've updated some things. Front yard seems to look fine. New paint job. But other than that, it's definitely not dilapidated. They're clearly still living there. There's a car parked. So if we were to do a vibe check. Pretty positive vibe wise. Okay. Boring, if anything. Not. Suspicious, but all right. Uh, can, can we like check if the uh, there's a car there, right? There is, yeah. Yeah. Can we check if the car is actually registered to the owner of that place? Is that something we can quickly do? Or Publicly, I'm not sure how that information is gained. Publicly, very much no. Yeah, very much no. I'm going to, because there the answer... There are ways, but it's not legal. Yeah, I'm going to say because the answer is technically not relevant. I'll say, Kaiba, you're, I'm not going to roll for it, because it'd be silly. You're able to get this information, uh, not with relativities, <laughs> but you reach out to your extranet folk, and uh, you can get the information that, yes, the car that is parked there is indeed registered to the owner of the home. All right. Through questionable well, means. Something weird about them then. Sorry, what about questionable means? <laughs> the way Kaiba achieves this information might be questionable, but it's solid. Got it, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, weirdly enough, I think license plate information is semi-public, but if you need, like, specific uh, credentials to get it or something. I think so, yeah. 
And looking into it, if you don't have those credentials, is very illegal. Yes, I know homes are stupidly public. Phone numbers and address and name and everything. Yeah. Not great. Sadly, cops do it all the time. Yeah, but this house seems fine. No weird vibes. Moving on then. Yeah. And then the doctor himself. Uh, you guys are, I'd say, a good 30, 40 away. By the time you arrive, it's not going to be late, but it's definitely, definitely afternoon. Uh, during sundown, you guys will be able to arrive at the office that was handed to you uh, by Father Alec. Question. Yes. Is this doctor's office in the same direction as uh, where Emmanuel was headed? So in terms of where he was headed, uh, let's say if we were going from the Dane's home eastward, we've been going east this entire time up to the home, which is the, uh, I guess, the rest stop and then his father's current residence. After that, though, this was more, I say northwest, so it's no longer going east. It's kind of jackknifing in a different direction. Presumably, you know, he's still moving east. But unfortunately, we don't know that, so. Okay, so do we have any reason to believe that he might have come this way? To the doctor specifically? Yeah. No answer clues or anything without uh, actually asking him now. We can only assume. Okay. And uh, as you currently... Our assumption is that this Martin is uh, part of like one of those study groups, effectively. I mean, yeah, he's someone high up for sure. Potentially. As your group pulls up to Dr. Marlin's office, it is a, sort of like a, you've seen those like strip malls of there's an ear doctor and a throat doctor and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, his is the second office from the left. It seems to be still intact. The logo has changed and everything, but the address is still the same. It looks like this area recently received uh, somewhat of a renovation. You can tell that the building has been built up further uh, to the right. At one point, it looked like there were maybe only three offices here. Now there's six. So if anything, it's gotten bigger. Uh, on the way, looking up his hours, you actually know he'll be pretty much closing shop in about 30 minutes to an hour. Perfect. We want to catch him right at the end of why does he's closing, don't we? Yeah. I mean, chances yeah. are he doesn't have any patients anymore at this point, so. I wouldn't trust that with doctors, but all right. Yeah. Is he like an ordinary family doctor? Effectively a family doctor, yeah. Yeah, I bet he's booked until close, so. <laughs> well, then catch him on the way out. All right. Planned approach is basically to chill outside, wait for him to pop out, and be like, hey. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. We wait about 30 minutes or so, and uh, after some time, you do indeed see a couple leave with their child. They give a wave. The father didn't give you a description of Dr. Marlin, but there is someone indeed at the door. Glasses, graying hair that offers a kind smile to the uh, couple leaving, wearing your stereotypical uh, little doctor's coat. Closes the door behind him. Not too long after that, looks like he was already on the way out. Door swings open, light turns off. He turns to lock the door and begins walking to his vehicle in the parking lot. We, we rush punch. him and kidnap Yes. Hi, Dr. Marlin. As he's approaching his vehicle, he pauses a moment. It's not too dark, but it's indeed getting there. He uh, pauses with his keys out and he kind of points them towards you real quick. It's like, oh, shit. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and he, after a moment, he puts the keys down and looks at them uh, almost in a way that he's ashamed and laughs like, oh, <laughs> uh, apologies, apologies. He puts them in his pocket and looks to your group and says, uh, yes, do I know you? No, we're uh, new to the area. Yeah, what can I do for you three? Well, we have some questions for you, if you're willing to answer them, or capable, rather. What's our ICS cover right now? Well, we have to come up with yet another 
acronym. Uh, no, let's just reuse the same one. What were we using last time, actually? The Child Protective Services one. Oh, right. Yeah, the might work. All right, going with the same one. <laughs> uh, invest. Oh, sure. uh, shoot. Oh, no, I didn't write that one down. Darn. Hold if up, we I scroll did. up far enough, we can see it all uh, Institute of Child Protective Services. So sorry. Sounds good. Institute of Child Protective. Yeah. The peace silent. Yeah. <laughs> I have it written Institute of Child and then like in brackets, protection service. Is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Perfect. I mean, child protective is one word. It makes sense. Exactly. It's, it's a dash. <laughs> Don't make me explain my shit. And uh, as you introduce yourselves, his eyes light up as if to say, oh, cool, excellent. Uh, you're not just a bunch of uh, randos. He goes, oh, uh, uh, most excellent. What can I do for the three of you? Well, we were hoping to, or hoping if you could inform us about a past patient of yours. A long time ago. Oh, uh, are you related you to this You can disregard patient? the whole patient, patient doctor. Uh, confidentiality? Confidentiality. Don't worry I, about it. Actually, could I whip out some sort of... <laughs> A falsified document that looks similar to a uh, a warrant for information? Very much so. This was going to, of course, require a convince roll. See, this is why you should let Carson do the paperwork. It's true. <laughs> I mean, he could be holding on to it. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, if you have it, I'll hold it. Are you negative? As long as you're not negative with your... Uh... Charm, you are. Probably shouldn't roll. Yeah, my charm <laughs> is negative. Zero is fine. Negative, I wouldn't recommend it. So, Carson, if you'd like to... Uh, yeah, Carson, if you'd like to throw that out there. Be good. Excellent. All right. Well, you want to try helping? Full success. I don't think it would matter. Because full success, full success. All right, she doesn't have critical success. Yep. So... <laughs> well, some of it, I'll work on it. You'll get it at some point. All right, all right. She doesn't have critical success yet. <laughs> Actually, you can get it relatively soon. So you're on the way. And uh, as you guys produce the paperwork and begin to kind of talk to him a bit, he's nodding along. Initially, when you mentioned you need information on a patient, he becomes a little apprehensive. But after looking through the paperwork, everything seems to be in order for the most part. Definitely a little odd. Uh, you, you can tell this location's not necessarily like super backwater, but these specialists are... Uh, when I say they're like specialist specialists, I don't mean he's the top of his class. I'm also mean there's like no other options here <laughs> for like this type of family doctor. There might be, but they're going to be kind of far away. So when people swing by, they're going to do it here, basically. And as he's not part of this huge prestigious company, he doesn't see any big name clients. So what's the worst that could happen? Sure. He hands you back your paperwork and says, oh, well, as I'm sure you can tell, I'm just about closing. Uh, is this urgent? Do we need to discuss it now? Or? Well, sadly, it is rather fairly urgent, yes. Uh, darn. Pretty serious. Well, uh, and he waves over his shoulder as he turns on his heels. As if, follow me, then follow me. Then if it's an older case, I, uh, <laughs> points at his head. Can't guarantee I remember all the names and everything, the way it actually went down, but I am a prestigious note taker, so should be somewhere in my files. Excellent. Glad to hear that. I left that, turns around, unlocks the door, and motions for the three of you to come on in. Well, I go on in. I bet does like no takers. After flicking on some lights, he moves with your group past the very small uh, waiting room. The inside is uh, quite cozy, very rustic. It's, it's not like your traditional, you know, ER or uh, hospital. Everything is white. Lots of uh, browns. There are some plants. Uh, 
wooden walls and things of that nature. Very, very inviting. Feels like home. And he motions past the waiting room into his actual office. Uh, there's a little couch for y'all to sit on and individual chairs. There's like smaller chairs for children as well. And he uh, moves back over to his filing cabinet. And he turns back to your group and says, All right, what was the, uh, the name of this individual? Emmanuel Cassini. Should have been about, uh, how long ago was it? Like 20-ish years? Yeah, I think about 20-ish. Oh, from a while ago then, all right, all right. Uh, is, was this a child then, I assume? Correct. Yes. Understood. And he's kind of scratches his chin a bit and unlocks the top one. Now, now closes it, unlocks the second one. Flip, 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 flip. Ah, he's here. Right here, Mr. Cassini. Him in with his father, looks like. Some point, uh... Oh, bit of a shame. Looks like his mother passed. And he puts the uh, paperwork in front of him, not motioning for you to take it. Uh, his, his hands are indeed still on it. He says, what were our questions exactly? Well, Emmanuel has been acting rather strange lately. More in the line of what his father described, how he acted in his past, mainly. Huh. All right, is this a... Uh, you say it's urgent. Uh, why is that? He kidnapped his own child. Oh, yes, I would indeed. <laughs> Label that was quite urgent, then. Did this happen recently? Uh, yesterday? Just two days ago, right? Was Troubling. It yesterday? Troubling. All right, then. Well... You're hoping something from his past can, uh, what, elucidate as to where he's currently headed? That's correct. No. Or gave us motivation as to why he did it. Understandable. It seems you've uh, been looking into this a little. I, uh, have quite a few notes to go through. And while I don't mind assisting, of course, of course, I was just headed off to, uh, wrap things up and uh, get dinner for myself. I don't want to be here all night, so if you have any particular questions, I might be able to answer them faster. Well, one thing of note was that his father mentioned that after some meetings with you, he seemed to change for the better, of course. Can you remember any particular experiments or, well, experiments, treatments he underwent with you? I would uh, most assuredly prefer the term treatment. Yes, yes. I, I don't run experiments on my patients. I'm uh, not that kind of doctor. Uh, but wow. initially, um, the boy had a... I believe a form of, yes, a, a diaper rash when he was quite young. Cried all the time. Uh, the father seemed quite perturbed by it. Uh, the mother, while, you know, indeed annoyed, <laughs> is more of a, a loving annoyance, as if to say, yes, all children are like this. Uh, uh, Jody didn't seem quite as bothered as Alec did. But uh, after that, let's see, uh, upon, yeah, uh, upon growing, everything seemed fine. Ever since that point, I chalked it up just to him being... A child. They're all different. Some of them are, I will be entirely honest, I've been in the business long enough. Little shits occasionally. Not much you can do about it. Uh, some kids realize they do something that is quite annoying. You tell them to stop and gods above, they are not going to stop. They learn after a while, of course, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, after, uh, yes, after the, the passing of his mother, though. Mm, somewhat of a complicated uh, history here. Upon speaking with him, the boy seemed fine. The father was most assuredly more distraught. I'm not sure if little Emmanuel just didn't understand precisely what happened, but uh, I think that was part of the reason why Alec was so frustrated. Uh, the boy didn't maybe didn't even realize his mother was dead, which I can understand being well stressful. And the way he talked about his son was, I'll just say, not positive. A lot of a uh, 
dissociative terminology that makes any sense. He called him the boy, not my son, things like that. I mean, I'll be honest, if anything, I probably took more issue with Alec than, uh, <laughs> than Emmanuel. Uh, that's about as in line as we uh, got from him, yes. Now, I'm not sure if, uh, if it was standard practice back then, but did you do any, like, psych evaluations of him after the death of his mother? Of course, yes, for both of them. Uh, I would say that in terms of passing and failing a psyche, well, it's complicated, of course, but we're looking for particular answers. Uh, just because they don't answer the way you want them to doesn't mean it is a fail. Kind of air quotes. But uh, Emmanuel seemed to all be there. I, we did sit him down. Uh, and in order to keep things healthy, his father did recommend and... I agreed to it that we fully explained to him that his mother has passed. She's dead, no longer of this world, and we're going to have to move on without her. He seemed to fully understand that. And if he was sad, he must have internalized it. Of course, Alec was much more distraught at all this, seeing that his son never cried or, I guess, cared, but it's different for everyone, of course. Bothered him. So in terms of that sense, Emmanuel was fine. You mentioned experiments. Was that a slip of the tongue, or uh, were you trying to insinuate something? Uh, did you put him into any studies? Yeah, when you say uh, studies, what, what do you mean precisely? Mm, mood, sleep, uh, what are those? Anything emotionally charged, basically. There you go. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, hmm. There's... And he kind of looks your group over again. Any scratches at his forehead while closing the manila folder he has in front of him. And he says, this is all in order to help the boy, yes? That's right. Yes. We just need to know what kind of person uh, Emmanuel is. Of course, of course. There was... Uh, hmm. You'll have to understand, this is the last I saw of either of them. Emmanuel or uh, Alec. Their last little mm, meeting, I guess, with me. And yes, we did indeed perform a study on Emmanuel. Everything seemed to go swimmingly. But uh, what did you learn about Alec and why he was separated from his son? Oh God, where do we learn about it? Well, it probably has something to do with the fact that to a degree, he thinks that Emmanuel might be responsible for his, her death. He nods along with that. Yes, he did a hint at that. Uh, far too many times, I might say, and I asked him quite plainly, Sir, just come out with it already. After saying that, I did take it somewhat seriously. Uh, of course, you never know. Children can do the most uh, disturbing of things. Um, oh, I know. Yes. They don't understand what they're doing sometimes. Whether they cause immense pain to someone and laugh or accidentally kill or break something, like an animal, a bug. They might not be malicious about it. No reason to set off all the red flags initially, but you explain to them, you know, it's not okay to hurt the cat or do whatever it is you're doing. From what I gathered, Emmanuel seemed to be fine, but uh, yes, Alec would mention various things about, about the boy. After some time, I thought the two of them uh, amended their relationship. Things seemed all right. About ooh, a year after... I think, let's see, according to my documentation, it was just shy of a year. Yes, yes, yes. Um, an incident came through, 
and he pauses after looking at it and says, uh, Alex seems to be doing all right. Yes, you just said you spoke with him. Seemed to be. Mm, a bit frazzled, maybe, but all right. All right, all right. I would prefer if you keep uh, this information, I guess, to yourselves. Uh, only share it with folk that you absolutely deem it necessary with, as we weren't able to fully look into the situation, unfortunately. I don't want to point any fingers or make any assumptions. I can tell you what I felt, and you can draw from it what you will, but all the same, uh, try to keep an open mind. Uh, I mentioned that Emmanuel was taken away from Alec. He did not give the boy up. Although he wanted to, I highly recommended against it. Uh, services, such as yourself, actually had to remove the boy from him. I don't believe, at least I do not want to believe, Alec was abusing the boy. But uh, something happened. Uh, every time we would meet after the falling of his mother, Jody, uh, they seemed cold towards each other. I, I partially want to pin this on uh, Alec. If you don't treat your child like your child, well, how are they supposed to respond? Manuel wasn't the most loving of children, he would play with toys, but he wasn't very huggy, huggy, kissy, kissy as, uh, <laughs> as some children as his age might be. I chalk this up to, well, the passing of his mother. But sometime after this, from the police report at least, it looks as if Alec took Emmanuel uh, swimming. He was trying to teach him how to swim. And it looked as if uh, the boy had died. Emmanuel, that is. He drowned. Some sort of accident, something happened. I, I wasn't there. There were no eyewitnesses, unfortunately, but the EMTs were able to uh, swing by after having been called. And initially, it says here in the report that the boy drowned, as in uh, drowned, drowned, dead. The EMTs were able to resurrect him, though. I don't know if Alec attempted CPR, if he knew CPR, how long the boy lied there for. But he told them in the report, I think my son drowned. And the way it was said, the way it was reported is as in he's dead. My son is drowned, not drowning. It was more cold after the fact. But upon resurrection, he seemed fine. He seemed uh, elated, surprised, I guess. And uh, yes, we spoke with him after, uh, both the father uh, and the child. Things escalated quickly from here, unfortunately. And uh, like I said, please reserve judgment as none of us were actually there. Uh, who's to say what exactly happened? Uh, kids do play and they... <laughs> Uh, most children, teenagers, find themselves invincible. They do the stupidest things. You would not believe how many injured firecracker, jumping off things, flips, and things of that nature. I, I have come through here. Oh, it's so many unnecessary broken bones. But yes, after that, Alec effectively uh, conceded that he could no longer raise Emmanuel. It was highly recommended that he was removed. As Alec did not fight, he was put into uh, an orphanage. <clears throat> He didn't tell us about that, did he? I don't think he no, did. No, he definitely didn't. I was gonna, uh, I was like, um... Well, now the bucket of water makes more sense. Oh, you're right. Oh my god! Oh. This has turned out to be pretty messed up. And you mentioned, uh, well, uh, unfortunately that is effectively the end, at least on my part. Uh, you mentioned a, a study, uh, things of that nature. Uh, yes, we did try to run multiple uh, sleep studies on the boy to make sure he was sleeping well. I'm sure, as you're all aware, <laughs> it would be much more advanced now in in this day and age. We, uh, I, I'd say, uh, in terms of what we had access to back then, Stone Age technology, truly, truly. Uh, no drugs or anything administered. We just checked, you know, heartbeats, uh, what we could from brainwaves, things of that nature, tossing, turning. Uh, we'd ask him about his dreams, things like that. 
uh, there, were, there were a few steps and tests taken uh, before and uh, after uh, both his uh, mother passing and this uh, drowning. I signed off on everything being all right with him, uh, but he seemed, uh, hmm, specifically after that incident, very quiet. Maybe fear of water, something along those lines. Potentially. I mean, drowning can... It's horrifying, horrifying incidents. Yeah. Yes. Um, a little bit, of, little bit of trauma? I think so, yes. We, we tried to assist him with it uh, to what we could. Uh, isolate it as an incident as opposed to all water is scary. Uh, more so, this was an accident, a bad thing that happened to you. But you don't need to be scared of all water. We didn't, you know, bring him back to the pool or anything like that. But after running a few studies on him, he seemed uh, more calm. It seems that uh, maybe sleeping in a more controlled environment. I never saw the boys home. I would assume he was taken care of properly. Uh, but he seemed uh, calmed and refreshed after a few of our little meetings. And that is the last I saw him before they took him away. And the sleep studies itself were performed here, I assume. Uh, correct, correct. Right. And they were overseen by you only you? Uh, I had a... Well, yes, yes, uh, technically just me. <laughs> it is a... Uh, well, just me and occasionally I'll have a, a nurse assist me, but uh, for the most part, they don't really uh, deal with hands-on things of that nature. And like I said, no drugs, nothing along those lines. It was a standard sleep, you know, hook them up to a machine, see how things go. Would we better get our hands on those records? I have them right here if you need copies, yes. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see them. Yes, of course. And he flips through real quick, and after removing them, he takes them out and puts them on the, the desk in front of you and says, if there's anything there you recognize or think you need, he points behind you, there's a copy machine right there, feel free to use it. No charge, just make sure it's set to black and white, please. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Anything in particular you're looking for? I mean, do we, if we look at them, is there anything that we notice as sort of odd? Besides the antiquated did, did methods? We, did we see, like, the results from the, the sleep experiment patients in the other room? The other place? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we looked. I was looking, wasn't I? Yeah, you guys basically got everything in terms of, like, results. Yeah, like, I guess we would be comparing it to that, see if there's any kind of link at all, like, doubt at this point. Honestly, no. And if there is, they really went out of way to hide it. As, of course, with those sleeping studies, we know for a fact that drugs were used to induce a very deep sleep. These yeah. results look, honestly, it, it's hard. You guys aren't, you know, experts in the field or anything, but they, they look dissimilar. They don't look like they were trying to track the same thing, uh, nor is there any mention of a machine that can like see into your dreams. That, that was something that was very specifically used in those sleep studies. And in terms mm-hmm. of like what he saw during the dreams, a lot of the questions were asked about, you know, your parents or your mother or water or trying to see if there's any like deep seated fear or, you know, is he comfortable here? Do you have any similar? So there's at really home? not an overlap. No, not that you can say. Mm. It does mention that he slept very deeply, though. Like I said, he was incredibly comfortable here. He was really comfortable here? Yeah, yeah, which is why mm-hmm. uh, the doctor was somewhat worried. He wasn't necessarily being abused at home, but maybe didn't have enough money to, you know, afford him a good bed, or he wasn't being mm-hmm. fed properly. So he doesn't want to post any judgment or, like, say, hey, Alec, like, what are you doing? But he just seemed more comfortable here than maybe most patients. Interesting. The blood thickens. Uh, this is a lot of information to take in. I'm not quite sure where to go with it. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to have another talk with uh, Alec. That freaking guy. I mean, is that about the about the only information we think we can get from him? In terms of what he has written down, upfront offering you, that's everything. All right, well, 
Might as well uh, move uh, on. Or... I assume Alec is gone at this point, so he did give us his number if he's even going to pick up. And Carson, can you tell him people are lying or am I mixing that up with a different game? No, that's Jay. That's... Not here. How can you Jay? tell when people are lying? Jay has a special ability. That was that's an incredible ability. I'm, I'm a little pretty jealous sure I don't have it. You should probably have that. I feel like the way I talk to people, I should also. It feels like a very Carson thing, yeah. It does feel yeah. like a very Carson thing. All right, are, are we getting any vibes from this doctor that he's being upfront and honest? He seems to be completely upfront and honest with you guys, yeah. All right, uh, I will thank him for his assistance and uh, <laughs> let him know we might follow up, but hopefully we don't need to. If anything, we can just tell ICS to you know do a background check just in case. That's fair, yes. On him and the nurse, and that's it. All right, after offering you guys uh, oh, one of his uh, cards. Is there going to be police reports about the drowning incident? Potentially. Yeah, effectively, I was going to say, effectively everything that he needs is in there. Uh, they're really basic police reports. But if you want to basically have a copy of everything, you're more than welcome to. Uh, yeah, I'd like to call in a request for this. Okay. Yeah. From what the doctor's able to offer you, it looks like most of it was covered. Effectively, everything that Marlin tells you is indeed in the report. It's effectively just, you know, we found a man. Uh, his son was seemingly already drowned. The EMTs jumped him as quickly as possible. The man seemed to be in shock. And we were able to resurrect the boy after about a minute or so. They almost gave up from what you can see in the report. Um, but it looks as if someone was very determined to get this boy back. And uh, even though they think the body went cold, he was able to resurrect him. He coughs up, you know, water and such. They, you know, get him up, warm him up. And he seemed to be fine after that. He is most assuredly not fine after that. But yes, all right. Uh, do we want to go back to Alec? I mean, he's probably already gone at this point. Oh, that's true. He did give us his number so we can call him, but... Yeah, I'm also not sure he'd be able to tell us anything additional. I mean, aside from, did you drown your kid? Or did the kid try to drown himself? Is there anything special about the location of the drowning? It was a local pool, from what you could tell. Uh, like, 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 like a watering hole. It was fairly frequented, but for whatever reason, they were alone on that day. Where is the pool? It is not too far from the doctor's office and not too far from the home that you guys visited in the Might general area. Well check it out in case we, you know, he tries to do the same with Jack. Yeah, sounds good to me. I'll uh, do a vibe check there, if anything. Yeah. Sure. It's not too far Take from where we are. Bed. It takes about, you know, an hour or two from to go over all this information to get all the copies. Uh, he has a an envelope for you guys, an extended one, because there's a good chunk of info that you need here. Uh, after giving you everything and his phone number, uh, Marlin sees your group off, and we're basically going to drive over to the watering hole and uh, just kind of check things out. After having uh, spoke with the doctor, we head over to said watering hole. As it's uh, relatively late, we got to whip out phones, flashlights, whatever we have. Uh, the sun is indeed uh, setting. It is closer to eight by the time we arrive. Uh, if you guys really, really wanted to mess with Alec, you definitely could have called him. Uh, as you guys left the house at a reasonable time, um, it wouldn't be too far out of order to do that. Yeah, I mean, we probably would have tried, but see if he responds at yeah, all. Yeah, have Carson call. Yeah. As you guys are driving to the watering hole, uh, Carson, you give Alec a call, and he doesn't answer on the first ringing, but after you dial him again, he picks up the phone, and just very grumbly, like, what? Uh, what can I do for you? I guess I explain why we're calling. Uh, what do you say exactly, considering we have sensitive information now? That's a good question. Um, hey, so why didn't you tell us about the drowning? 
Yeah, I'm, I yes, would say. I think we literally ask him about like any events that happened in his life, right? Any major events, yeah. He most definitely did not mention that. Uh, do you ask about that specifically or any major events that he happened to skip over? Are you more front forward or? I mean, uh, you, know, you, you know the Margo method. Uh, well, you know, we already kind of established a rapport here. Sort of. So I'll just go ahead and go right he into it. He trusts you, right? Yeah. So it works, right? All right. As you go right into it, he is silent for definitely far too long and then says, all right. How did you hear about that exactly? Not exactly any of your business. Well, it is technically. Well, we are investigating. That's that's kind of how investigating works. All right. Well, I assume you heard everything from the doctor then. Yeah, but it's sometimes personal stories are meant to be told by the person in question. Give us your side of the story, basically. He's silent for a good while longer. After that, uh, Carson, go ahead and roll me convince again. As he's thinking, does not want to answer very clearly. Is he on speaker right now? <laughs> Effectively, yeah, speakerphone. He'd have to be. All right, another full nice. success. He sighs and says, I'm assuming Marlon basically told you everything. From my perspective, I didn't want to share this because he, I assumed he'd give you a more tame version of it, or I didn't want you all grilling me in person, as it didn't look good. I don't want you thinking I did anything, but... Yeah, we were out swimming, and I, I looked away for a moment, and he just kind of went down underwater. I thought he was playing, so I I guess I waited longer than I should have before jumping in to grab him. I don't know CPR, so I, I went to a, you know, a, a phone as quickly as I could. We didn't have cell phones back then. Called. By the time I got back, I, I tried some more. And, you know, They arrived. Fortunately, they were too far away, and they were able to resuscitate him. And you said you... You waited too long to resuscitate him? No, I mean, I, I had to. I didn't have a choice. I don't have a cell phone. Not back then. Yeah. Yeah, so I tried. I don't know how to do CPR. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I was flailing on the kid effectively. I, I, he seemed fine, but he kept like nodding in and out. And then he kind of just laid there limp until the EMTs arrived. That's got to be uh, a little bit traumatizing. A, a little. I, I will be blunt. I don't remember the whole thing. I might have been a little a little tipsy at the time. I took him out and we were drinking and just having a picnic. Well. Well, we aren't here to judge. Yeah. So we do need to know, did he change after that day? Aside from the, well, supposed trauma, quietness. He was taken away from me after that. They deemed me unworthy to be his guardian. Yeah, that makes sense. I had him for maybe a week after that and then... You know, swooped on in, took him away, and I'd like to think he's happier, or was happier. So he didn't seem different even a little bit in that week? He was weirdly silent. Maybe he was mad at me. Maybe he finally understood that his, you know, my wife <laughs> had died and passed, experiencing it himself. I don't know. He never really got hurt before that. No broken bones. He wasn't really a wild child, didn't really run around. He just kind of kept to himself and didn't really have any friends either. He was always kind of quiet. He got, he got real quiet after that incident, though. Like I said, maybe he was mad, internalizing it. I have no idea. The doctor said he was fine. Is that all? I mean, if anybody else has any questions, I can relay them. I mean, did he put the bucket in front of his door, or was it supposed to be a message? Oh, yeah. So I guess we'd ask that. He sighs and says, <laughs> I assumed you all put it there. If you didn't, then... 
Yeah, I guess he swung by the house. Wait, and put, you, put the sorry, you assumed that we were putting it there? I don't know. It was strangers arrive at my door with a bucket in the ground. I thought you were trying to sell me something at first until I saw the thing. Clearly, you were unassociated with it. No, it's not my bucket. Uh, is that the first time there's ever been a bucket in front of his house? Yeah. Uh, that's, I don't even know what to say to that. Well, All right. Been a message. Uh, yeah, I only have one last question. Um, I assume there's not no like cameras in that neighborhood, right? If there were, they'd be those really far off ring cameras that watch the door from some of his neighbors, probably. But like maybe it wasn't a really nice neighborhood, so he definitely did that one. Well, it can't be a coincidence, but. It's too shadow of a lead to use. Uh, one last question. Alex said he was tipsy that day. I want his honest opinion. No judge. No repercussions. Does he think he may have accidentally pushed the kid in? Or does he think the kid jumped in? Uh, he, was, he was playing. If you're asking whether or not me being drunk delayed my reaction to get to him, yeah, probably. But I, he seemed fine. I was teaching him to swim. I thought he had it. I turned around for a second to grab something. I turned back around. He was gone. After I dove in, he sunk way deeper than I was expecting. Was he flailing like he didn't want to be there? I just heard him go down. Like, just kind of bloop. Maybe something like caught his foot. Maybe he cramped up for a second. I got no idea, but he didn't flail and then suddenly sink. It was just very slap of the water and then nothing. I noticed he was silent for a couple seconds. I turn around. He's gone. So I jumped in after him. And did he flail underwater? A little, yeah. Uh, as much as you would expect a drowning kid to flail? I've never seen a drowning kid before. So I guess it's a little right, hazy. Well, the few times I've nearly drowned, I flailed a shit ton. So uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a reoccurrence for you. Looks at you questioningly. What? <laughs> Alright, I guess that uh, that works. When you pulled him up, it wasn't uh, nothing pulling him back down, right? No, I either something caught his leg and it unhooked itself or unlooped itself or God knows what current caught him. It's a small little little lake. If you all swing up there, it's honestly not very interesting. It's probably hold, cordoned hold, off now at this hold point. Hold up, it's a lake, not a pool? It, we, we call it a pool. It's I, I don't know what distinguishes a lake between a pool. It's a little area of water. There's a little river that, you know, shoots off, but it's guarded by rocks, so you can't actually go through it, like, with your body. A swimming hole! Yeah, it's like a swimming hole. It's got a little, like, you know, the rope, and you swing on it, and you jump in, and it was uh, popular enough that there was a payphone nearby. So not in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Oh, I think that about sums up our questions. All right, I'm probably going to be here in a day or so before I head out to my brothers, so I guess just call if you need me. I might not be here, but, you know, do your best. All right, thank you. All right, goodbye. And he just kind of hangs up after sighing. And uh, by this point, you guys would indeed arrive at said little swimming hole. As you get out of the vehicle, I mentioned it is relatively late. The uh, gravel crunches under your shoes. Uh, as you begin to look around, you can see pretty quickly next to all the little parking spots, there is indeed the payphone that he mentioned. It looks long, long unused. Uh, you can see various spider webs reflect off of your light, even from this distance. And then looking over to where the pool is, the water level is probably a little lower than you were expecting it to be. It kind of, uh, rather than being on a hill, the uh, ground kind of goes down a bit. It looks like there's probably an area for picnicking. But other than that, you see the pool and the little river that kind of leads off going downhill. Is this the only way in? 
Uh, yeah, it's relatively open. Basically, the uh, road kind of pulls off to the side. There's a parking area. Then you get out on foot and walk over to the pool. That's essentially it. There's no one else here. A vibe check for underwater sea monsters. The thing from below. <laughs> Your senses tell you there is no thing from below. Uh, if you get too close to this body of water, Margo, I think you'll be safe. Uh, how dirty is it? Uh, now it's not really looking too hot, but it's not it's not unswimmable. Seeing as it's less popular now, there's probably fewer folk that come here to dump their children in uh, primarily because there's most likely an actual like pool pool uh, somewhere that folk can go to. I almost said caffeinated. What? Chlorated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're good old caffeinated pool. Just drink deeply. <laughs> Ew. Chris. Take a dip in the coffee. Exactly. I hate that. Uh, Sleep for days. It's not great. Uh, looking around, though, you don't really uh, sense anything that's too off. Are we looking for anything in particular or? Uh, the water in the bucket, was it clear water or dirty like lake water? You did take some with you, right? I did, yeah. Uh, look, take a swig. Yeah, <laughs> taste it. No, please don't. <laughs> you have brain worms. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, eh, it comes with the job. It's fine. That's not that's not funny. <laughs> no, it's not. I forgot what they're called, but they're horrifying. Um, yes, they are. It's not nice. funny. <laughs> anyway, I think it's hilarious. But yes, you were able to kind of put your light up to the vial you have of the little bit that you collected. And there's some stuff floating in there. You got some floaters. Uh, were you to check the lake in front of you, similar floaters. So you can tell that the water left in front of Alex's home was not fresh water, wasn't bottled water. And if it was, there's a lawsuit on the way. Oh, that's pinpointed, all right. It's probably a good thing we told him to leave. Very targeted. It still doesn't say where he is, though. Yeah, and what's the point of the message? Um, are there any tire tracks like someone's been here recently? Looking about, checking the uh, parking lot, you can tell this place is definitely not frequently visited anymore at all. You see your tire tracks leading up to a parking spot, and you see two parking spots over. There's a set of tires. Drove on in, and then drove on out. Any footsteps next to it? Yeah, one pair or two. You see one pair of footsteps leaving the vehicle toward the lake. And you see another pair returning. They seem to be adult size. Any drip marks in the next lake? Uh, Anyway. Like, you know, drip marks of someone dunking a bucket of water in and dragging it back out. Judging by everything you've seen, it would logically make sense if you got the water from here. Uh, but there wouldn't really necessarily be any like dirt marks or anything like that. They either be long dried or they would blend in with the dirt slash uh, grass that's everywhere. So, okay. well, uh, I guess that means we can at least uh, check for the tires and get a ID on the car or the car type. Ooh, I guess. Yes, yes. All right, sure. I'm going to take a whatever picture. of those tires and I can I can text those to whoever I send those to. Definitely. Yes. You're able to get... actually have cell service here. Nice. Uh-huh. You're able to uh, snap a few images. Uh, it takes a second for the image to send, but you're able to indeed do so. And they actually get back to you uh, not after too long. So regarding this case, Margo, considering how everything left off, the ICS wants you to basically consider the Red Real case solved. They will keep an eye on Marissa. It's a shame that... Both Jack and Emmanuel are currently missing, but going forward, as they've received no inf- new information, they have one new bit of information, and that's it. It's gone. It's gone cold. Otherwise, 
and they'll be able to receive this and link it up to you basically tomorrow as it's relatively late. Uh, would you guys stay in like a local motel or something? Or I'm assuming we've drove oh. pretty far out, right? Yeah, relatively far. You, you guys, I mean, you can, you can get back to, you know, your homes or whatnot, ICS, but it, it's going to be like past midnight. I'm cool with the hotel. All right. What about the company card? Uh, absolutely. Excellent. All right. Get all that shit paid for. Uh, nice and nice and straightforward. And you are able to basically send out this information late and you'll receive feedback in the morning. Both Margo and Kaiba will uh, heal by one each as we have a nice little uh, we're able to rest a little bit tonight. Uh, that, that wasn't a hint, hint. Stop following this case, was it? Uh, so they're going to elaborate on that in, in just a second. Uh, unless there's anything specific you guys want to do overnight. They will basically contact uh, you in the morning, Marga, with follow up information. I, I'm not in my haven, so I can't prepare. So yeah, and I feel like my head's probably a little spinny right now. So so maybe a, a good sleep is in order. Understandable. Three of you are able to get uh, relatively good sleep. You tell me. <laughs> oh, I don't think Kaiva can sleep very well because he is thinking about certain things right now. Anything in particular, or just a uh, whirlwind of information? Yeah, he's cult leader basically. Ah. Do you think it's connected to something, or are you just old memories coming up? Like, considering that a lot of the cases have had to do with, like, studies and, uh, well, he doesn't technically know it, but also the group that was, like, checking out mental psychic abilities. Like, he's definitely thinking about, why was there a random cult in my town that was trying to, quote-unquote, summon beings from a different world? Doesn't every town have one have another. Maybe, but definitely it's not someone who uh, had actual working spells who succeeded. At least he thinks he did, but... Definitely alarming. Basically a lot of, like, haunting memories going back right now. He doesn't really want to think about it, but it's happening. Don't blame you. And uh, Margo, kind of same deal, just a lot of information, so you're trying to rest up best you can? Yeah. And uh, Carson, how about yourself? How are you, how are you currently feeling? Uh, I'm just... I'm good. I, I feel nothing. like Carson is the kind of person that sleeps well anywhere. Yeah. I a, mean, unless I'm, unless you tell me I'm getting a nightmare, I think I'm fine. Unless something's striking you, your brain is okay. That is a yeah. very potent skill to have. I think Carson uh, is deeply invested in his schedule. Good. Uh, so... Well, the three of you uh, grab something real quick to eat. He's also he also doesn't have any damage, so true. You uh, escape that last uh, tussle completely unsmacked, mainly because uh, Kaiba very smartly put on the mask and drew the ire towards himself. It hurt, but it worked. Yes, thanks. Ow, <laughs> bleeding, dying. It's okay. Uh, but yes, you guys get a quick bite to eat, hit the hay, and uh, by morning, Margo, you indeed have a response. Some good news, some bad news. Uh, they say somewhere up the way that, yeah, you know, tire marks work, most definitely, but they can only do so much. You are smart, Margo. You took multiple photos of, like, how deep it was. That can help them gauge how heavy the car was, the size of the vehicle, things of that nature. But there are, I don't need to tell you, obviously, millions and millions and millions of vehicles. So incredibly difficult to catch that kind of thing, unless they already have a vehicle planned that they're watching. All the cameras and everything that you ask them to follow to the best of their ability in order to capture Emmanuel Cassini. Uh, effectively, this is the result and, uh, well, I guess the unfortunate result of what they offer you now. They say that, yes, we were able to track him. At least we think it was him. He did switch vehicles a couple times. 
the last vehicle we saw him in actually matched the tires that you were able to supply Margo. So they can confirm they weren't sure at first, but they could confirm this was definitely his car that then left and they think he switched again. And by this point, he's completely missing. The last location they know he ran into was nestled somewhere into town. Some random backwater bookstore that, to their knowledge, has basically nothing important going on. A bookstore? Seemingly, yes. Better not be my bookstore. Not your bookstore. They would know. (laughs) They know where you live. (laughs) Yeah. I would be very angry that they called my bookstore a random bookstore. Yeah, so this one, uh, in terms of, so it's not a, you know, big box bookstore. In that sense, it is similar to the one that you live at, Kaiba, but it's definitely not yours. It's, it's further away. It's uh, closer to Alex's home, basically. It's along the way. Can we pull records if he purchased anything from this bookstore? They offer you guys the address and the phone number if you want to contact them, but they basically say after that, Margot, this, we've done our best. You know, we, we, we already talked to them and whatnot. Uh, the owner was semi-helpful, but not, like, super helpful, so they're not even sure if, if the owner, like, saw Emmanuel come in. Uh, maybe they'd be better in person. Totally up to you if you'd like. But ICS has effectively hit a dead end. And uh, once you're finished what you're doing, unless you find some major clue, they want you to come back. All right. I mean, there's we have that act of kidnapping uh, officially out. So, yeah. So they're basically trying to rely on that without following him too hotly because they don't want they, they have no idea what he's doing with Jack. So they don't want you guys following him so tightly that he panics and kills him. They want to make sure that we're watching from a distance, but he doesn't know we're watching from a distance. We don't want the child to come under any harm. That, that, that's uh, the, I mean, of course. Yeah, that's kind of their main shtick right now. Although with him being from another world, I don't think the kid's safe for long. So, all right, um, to the bookstore. All right, leaving early in the morning. This is a uh, fair skip and a jump away. So uh, would you guys uh, stock up on jerky and such? <laughs> yes. You can't take a road trip and not buy jerky. You'll never get there. The fact. <laughs> all the same, though. You, uh, your group does eventually uh, arrive. Uh, this town is a uh, quaint, small, very much a blink and you'll miss it type locale. It's relatively close to Alec Cassini's abode. By this point, he's most likely packing, getting ready to uh, move in with his brother for the time being. Your group arrives, though. There's uh, two, three other cars parked in front. You guys are relatively early. It's probably the owner and, you know, the world will see as a working with. And uh, the, the logo itself is a whole bunch of books. The spines of the books revealed. And then uh, the letters on the side uh, would spell out the, uh, the location. Stitchbound Wonders. Cute. As your group comes on in, the little bell above the door dings. And uh, you can see right across the way, you got bookshelves to the right, bookshelves to the left. And the center walkway leads right to the checkout. And you can see uh, an older, not old... An older woman uh, adjust her glasses as she was uh, looking through a book, speaking with, presumably, uh, one of the workers, asking him to move a box, looking to your group, walking into the building. She gives you all a wave and a smile. Wave back. Alrighty, what y'all doing? Yeah, I'm trying to think of how the best way to approach this. Like, I do like to imagine that uh, Kaiba's adoptive mother is more of like the managerial type. She's like the one who who buys all the books and gets all the the sales going, basically. And she would probably know a lot of bookstore owners in the neighborhood. So I guess I could ask her if she knows this woman, I guess. Yeah, this Uh, is definitely a personally owned business. You see 
besides their logo, like posted up, there aren't the really obnoxious like 20% off, buy two, get one free. A lot of the signs are not corporate printed. They are hand uh, drawn, painted. Some of them are, uh, what's it called? Uh, Brain is not working. What do we do? We scream and scream into the night. And then we get chalk. That's the answer. Drawn up in chalk. Yes. (laughs) So you said you're asking uh, your family to see if they know this place? Yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, you get a... Even if it's just a name or something, I guess, it helps. Yeah, you, you get a fairly quick response, uh, mainly because they're, they're a few towns over, but they carry the same similar type product, so uh, not, like, frequently, but occasionally they'll contact each other and say, hey, you know, we have a client looking for this book, have you heard of it? Things like that. So they're not on, like, a like super first-name basis. They definitely, definitely know each other, uh, yeah. mainly because they work in the same, you know, circles. Like a working relationship, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, effectively. Like, hey, yeah. if you sell if you sell this book for us, we'll uh, scratch your back, you scratch ours. Well, that get us get us the name at least. Still thinking of a question, Margo? Because it's just this is a nice old. She's like a nice lady, right? She does look I nice. Mean, yeah. We, we only have to ask if she remembers a guy looking like a manual, or maybe Jack. Just straight up asking. All right, who's uh, approaching the counter and saying, "Hey, I, I would probably be sure." Hey. As your uh, group walks on, yeah, I, I would I would go up and introduce myself, like I am the son of uh, this and that and such like that. Okay, takes her a second. She nods after tapping her chin and goes, "Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm not sure I met you in person, but I believe we've spoken on the phone uh, at least once before." I think so. Yes. Was Pro- it about uh, mentions random books you might have bought? Yes, yes, yes. That was precisely it. I'm so glad that you're. Your location had it. Some of these can be so rare. It's, it's amazing the customer can even find them half the time. We do stock quite a lot of varieties, so to speak. So. Uh, you're, you're a bit larger than we are, so I, I do greatly appreciate it. Uh, what can I do for you, sweetheart? Well, we're actually here on a different matter for uh, another job of mine. Oh, yes? We're looking for a, a certain person who might have passed by here. Uh, she uh, nods. Actually, we, we have a picture of him, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And a picture of Jack as well. Yeah. I, I, I can pull those out. I'll let you do the talking. She looks them up and down and nods. And then smiles back to you. Yes, are they uh, friends of yours? Something like that, yeah. Now, I can guess that you probably haven't seen which direction they went afterwards, but... Well, if you do, that would be helpful. Oh, I truly can't say I, I did. They most likely traveled um further into town, but... Uh, as you're aware, you're yeah, to be expected. in and out in just a handful of minutes here. Well, then on to the second question. Do you happen to recall which book they bought, if they bought any? Hmm. A, a good question, that. And uh, she's, she's kind of thinking things through. Not that she doesn't remember, but it's on the lines of like, your friends, should I tell you? Probably because you have this connection and you've helped me in the past. Yeah, you know what? Sure, sure, sure. What harm could it do? And she uh, flips through some papers real quick. Goes, mm, yes, he was rather interested in the uh, the world religion section, and I there was a few books he was looking at, but I believe he purchased oh this one here. Yes, and uh, she kind of turns up uh, the sheet. And then points and says, uh, he purchased a novel here on uh, primarily the, the afterlife and such as seen amongst the, uh, the Middle East, I believe. 
Can I get a copy of that book? Uh, for that particular one, you grabbed the only one I can tell you. Well, I might have some at home, but that's too much of a detail right now. Oh, potentially, potentially. You can write down the author and the name and everything. It's a, The aisle should be relatively uh, clearly labeled. He looked at a handful of books. They're, they're right over there. All the little uh, signs are up top. I drew them myself. The religion sections are two over uh, near the back. Perfect. I'll be right back. Perfect, perfect. And as uh, Kaiba walks off to go look, she looks over to you, Margo, and says, was there anything in particular you were looking for? Or I assume you're all here for the same thing? Same thing. And uh, as you head over to the uh, section, Kaiba, she kind of showed you like the general row he was looking at. And yeah, a lot of these books are uh, well used, well loved. Some probably uh, look more at place at home in a library. Uh, but you can tell that some of these might be the only printing. Maybe she isn't entirely very similar to, you know, your shop. Some of these are incredibly rare. Some are just both rare and unre- unwanted or unneeded as they were, you know, penned by an author that no one really knows. So difficult to... Uh, track everything being accurate necessarily, but all the same, she will still carry it. Random biographies by people that did nothing. Effectively, yeah. Maybe people making claims as to things that there's no proof for, but you know what? It's knowledge. She will sell it with the addendum that, you know, you probably know what you're purchasing. <laughs> Guy was just like reading the titles and nodding along like, yep, yep, we have those too. Yep. A lot of them mirror precise what you have there. Of course, there are a couple that Uh, you guys are aware of, don't have physical copies of, but a lot of these you can see he flipped through are, they're just that. They are uh, doctrine on, like, religion. Some of them are very, very dry. Um, The section he was looking at in, in, like, particular, it's, like, world religion. So all all over the place. No one particular, uh, no one location either. You know, Eastern religions, you know, all the way up to, like, the North. Uh, Ancient religions, some that are long dead, barely practiced. Uh, maybe older versions of currently practiced religions that pieces and bits people have either forgotten or there are really, really, really small sects still following that and they're just keeping to themselves. Did he ask about any specific books that she may not have had? From what she basically told you, he was looking for the more niche uh, information that you can't find in like a Barnes and Noble and things like that. He doesn't want your basic ass regular Bible. Not looking for that. Everyone's got those. He wants Ooh, shit. Well, then, yeah. Did he name anything? Not anything particular. He literally just said, I want weird shit. Effectively. <laughs> without saying weird just, shit. <laughs> yeah, but, but, like, what qualifies as weird shit? Uh, effectively, what I described before, people that have penned of, like, oh, yes, here's the history of this religion. I guess that's true. How yeah. accurate is that? I don't know. <laughs> How many books have you written? One? Okay. <laughs> Do you fact check anything? No? Excellent. Uh, t- testimonials, like, things like I... that. I don't know, investigate a mystery to see if there's a a more detailed link between them other than it's weird and it's religious. Realistically, that that's effectively it. There's not really much hidden here besides the fact that looking at everything, it is basically just mm, I'm trying to think the best word to describe this with. And I, I can't reach it necessarily, but it's effectively, uh, I guess, niche religion knowledge all over the world. There, there's there's really no focus besides you can't buy these at like a bookman's or something like the only thing i can think of that has anything to do with religion is the fact that well he was effectively raised from the dead so i would i would probably end up focusing on uh, those kind of stories as in people coming back from the grave basically yeah i would say there's maybe a little of that in some of these books not all of them are written in english which is absolutely fantastic uh but oh, yes. yeah I mean, tyler can probably read it it's fine oh yeah he's uh, bilingual or, or trilingual or 
polyglot, whatever he is. I mean, that and you have a phone that can mostly auto-translate for you, which is great. True. And I'm jealous. I had a very good education. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, from what you can tell, there there definitely is some stuff in here, Kaiba, uh, without needing to roll or anything. There are multiple testimonies, I would say, of, yes, people either coming back from the dead after being long dead, um, people living a, well, effectively, I guess not the best word to use, uh, people experiencing a living death where they basically turn off you know, they meditate for so long that their body kind of dies, but not fully. But they might be considered like medically dead, but they actually are not dead as they are still conscious of their surroundings, but able to, you know, reach a different state of mind effectively. And what that means, uh, various testimonies regarding that, those that either entered the state and not necessarily survived because it's an intended state. Uh, it's like, you know, raising your mind to a higher plane effectively. It's seen as an honor, if anything, so it's definitely not negative whatsoever. Um, but some folk looking to things of that nature, uh, maybe people that did indeed die and then they came back, uh, you know, people experience, oh, I saw heaven or I saw, I saw an angel, I saw grandma, things like that. So there's some people that have anecdotal. I spoke with, you know, Susie or whatever from 1987 and, you know, okay. things like that. Well, until we get our hands on the book, we won't know for sure. We can go back to my place for that. Yeah. Can I check Audible? Definitely not there. <laughs> Damn it. Are you sure? Let me check. Definitely it's in there. the cult section. I'm just kidding. It's like literally you see a few books of a cult in that section, except they're all narrated by Kaiba. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I haven't gotten around to that one yet. Dang it. You have to join the secret Audible club. Super premium subscription. Put put Kaiba on. Uh, I mean, it's it's income. on uh, Patreon. Exactly. Get those secret links. Uh, he does if have you no really defense. want him to narrate it, we'll have to fund it. Other than that, from I all mean, the I'm books, sure Kaiba can get his hands on a copy. It's fine. Yeah, should be able to. And for, other than that, from like what you can tell, the books aren't uh, a lot of these. I wouldn't say you know. No one actually knows. Of course, we don't know. Uh, we don't travel to the afterlife, of course, but a lot of it seems like baloney, honestly, um, or a lot of it is very much like, oh, heaven must exist because, you know, when I when I died, I saw I saw grandma and, you know, she was also the same religion as me. So, of course, there's there's life after death or there is experience after death. Not a ton of, you know, stories like that, but there are some. Uh, he didn't purchase any of these. You've seen books like this before, Kaiba, so it's not too far uh, out of the realm of possibility. All right. Hmm. I will take note of all of the books on the shelf here and see uh, mentally note if I have them at my store. And if I don't, I'm going to buy the copy here. Sure. Uh, you can do that relatively quickly where you either take a picture or check back with your family real quick. Uh, you can knock that out. I would say for the most part, you have all the books, maybe like one or two. You don't and you can they're not, they're not expensive. You can easily get them. Yeah, good. And for the rest, I'll have some like, you know, casual talk with uh, the lady. Like, have you gotten the latest book yet? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, she has. Uh, you haven't, huh? I'll, have sh- I'll make sure my mother has sent you a few copies. You should definitely appreciate your guys' company. Uh, very happy that you're purchasing some of the same books. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that guy if he's, uh, you know, helping the sales. Yay. Uh, excellent. Um, oh, if you have a swings by, definitely contact me. Oh, most surely. She already has your phone number, so perfect. Uh, and after, you know, telling her protege, it's like, hey, you know, go over there, go over there and do that nicely. She's not being mean about it, of course. Uh, you know, he waves to you guys as well. Uh, you guys are able to check out relatively easily. And uh, with that, she gives you all a wave, unless you have any other questions for her. Nope. Uh, I don't. Alrighty, perfect. Uh, we are fairly far from home home and ICS. 
Uh, out here, though, there's not necessarily anything, to my knowledge, uh, that would lead to next, so we can just basically head back home if y'all want. Yeah, sounds good. This is a bit of a dead end. Fortunately, uh, it is a straight shot. We can just hit the highway, straight from uh, Boonunk Nowhere, right back into the main town. Uh, you can basically head back to your base if you'd like, Kaiba. Uh, Margo and Carson, if you want to join him, you most definitely can. Uh, all the books and stuff that you would need to look at are there. The one that she mentioned should also be there. Everything's held for you, so no one buys them, just in case, Kaiba. All held to the side for you. Yeah, well, go to Kaiba's. Alrighty, perfect. And uh, as you're looking through these, of course, it's a handful of books, Kaiba. Uh, are you going to kind of skim through them? Are you looking for anything in particular, or...? Uh, I, well, I guess I'm going to investigate a mystery using my lore library, because I'm home now. To like, I don't know, find out what Emmanuel might be after in that book. Oh, in the one that he he purchased? Yeah. Yes. So for this one, you can go ahead and roll if you want. One forward. Nice. A lot of elevens today. A lot of elevens, dead on. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a lot of ones. Don't don't say it like that. Jinxed. We're all doomed now. <laughs> no, no, this is perfect. There's so many ones here. We like ones. With do we? Of course sure. not. Of She's course not. To jinx it. I mean, with enough I think, ones, I think I'm Karma's scared. smart enough to see that. Yeah, with with enough ones, you're you're gonna get something good. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so this book is effectively uh, more of the same from what you can tell. It is in a completely foreign language, but it recounts this one specifically. It's more laser focused, I would say. Uh, this one does recount more. I guess not necessarily. I died. But I saw, I saw Allah, I saw God, um, and just people's stories of that. It's a whole bunch of personal stories. It seems someone uh, traveled over there. Uh, they were native at some point, and they've been kind of traveling the world. Uh, you notice this book was penned by the same individual who actually penned another one of your books. Uh, looking like at the author, they're not anyone of you know severe consequence. Uh, it's just something that they're interested in. And uh, in, in this one, it's, it's literally just a book full of many self-testimonies. And a lot of them follow the same, but rather than focusing on the religion itself, the, this book in particular is dedicated uh, to a religion and people who followed said religion. Their stories about finding God, seeing God, seeing the dead, things of that nature. Hmm. Uh, do any of the things they saw sound familiar to us in the unnatural sense? Supernatural sense? I would say in the sense of... Literally, like, you know, I saw an angel or, or I saw, you know, the great beyond. Yeah, that, that's very much supernatural. Yeah, but no, like, I don't know, specific descriptions of this supposed angel. Many of them match what their doctrine states it should look like. So a lot of self-fulfilling prophecies, if you will. Yeah. Mm. Effectively. Now, the thing is, the, the author isn't penning it that way. He's not writing it as if, of course, it, you know, is described as blank, blank, blank. Uh, but... Looking at, you know, the, the, this, this will definitely take like the day of sitting down and, <laughs> and reading through all these books. There's quite a bit and cross-referencing and trying to look at like, you know, which religion this, this uh, book is associated with. Is the language, sorry, is the religion itself important? Uh, no, it, it's a, you know, choo choo choose a generic Middle Eastern religion or something along those lines. Um, but basically the point is the religion matches up with this book specifically. Whatever they would claim to have seen would match up in these testimonies. It seems this book was specifically organized and put together to match up with those things. So many people claimed, yes, I died and I saw blank. I was given blank, you know, such as such as I deserve. I've, I've been a good servant of God. Therefore, I saw all these things. 
Uh, I was brought back, though, you know, due to the miracle of something, you know, who, who knows what. But I swear I saw this. And, and apparently I was only out for like a minute. But, you know, it felt like I was there for years or what have you. So many testimonies like that. Uh, some were just in a reverie in the desert. I saw God or I saw the face of God or something. Um, or I saw angels. I saw my, my family. But this book specific specifically focuses on that one religion. More hyper-focused than the other books. The sleep studies didn't mention a religion inspiring them, did it? No. Okay, so it's not some weird-ass cult. Nope. No, yeah, yeah. If it was a weird cult, I would have been real, real clear about that. Well, check out the book, I guess. You'd already have it on you, easily. Not sure. During this time, you've been checking out the book with this written testimony, and it all lines up. It lines up as if to say, like, ah, yeah, it makes sense that these are associated with that book specifically, uh, because everything's described Precisely the way you think it would be. Right. And does this religion have any kind of notable links with Emmanuel? Like, I don't know, drownings or something? Or No, nothing like that. Mm. If anything, this was a... It feels as if this is just a, uh, I guess, another book to add to the collection of, I want to say, like, vague religion information that wouldn't normally be something you would share at a church or a gathering. Maybe you would, but some of it's a little too far-fetched in a way where it's too self-fulfilling or it's too on the nose. It is unique, though. That is for sure. 100% unique. There are not many of this book running around. You know that for a fact. Is the author still alive? The book doesn't seem too old, so they should still be alive, yeah. They've only written like two or three books. I mean, what was his other book about? Same thing. Just different lo- different location. Same thing, I mean. different location? Yep. That's weird. Have you, has he written any other books? Nope, just the three, basically going around, getting people's uh, testimonies and such. Nothing too crazy. You can tell the author tried to get it, um, I guess, not announce it too loudly. So as if not to be like, you're going to be on TV, so make it sound as splendiferous as possible. More just like, you tell me and I'll jot it down. And then told them, I'm doing this for a book. So he tried to remain sort of impartial. He tried not to gas him up too much. So the story they told wasn't this crazy bombastic like, and then the skies opened and the angels ripped out their horns and started like blasting beatbox and whatnot. And you're like, all right, chill. That, that did not happen. You know, as angels do. Yeah, exactly. As angels do. Yeah. And, you know, it's the boombox. Those freaking angels. Really? Be not afraid. Be not afraid. Guitar solo. But yeah, other than that, you guys basically spend the day kind of linking all this together. And effectively, this, the long story short is it's weirdly, weirdly boring, I guess I would answer, but more of the same. Just a lot of personal... Testimonies, that's basically it. Very diverse stuff, all over the world, tons of different religions. Jokes, either way, it's a, a little odd. I mean, can we find him? Find? The author. The author. Would it be worth trying to find the author? You definitely can find them if you'd like, but in general, uh, I, I guess ICS could kind of reach out to help you find them. I always feels weird answering it this way. You won't find that much information from them besides... You know, I travel the world and do X, Y, and Z. Oh, but, so you're basically saying that it's kind of a dead end? Effectively, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You mean you don't want us to take pointless trips? <laughs> I mean, you, you guys My definitely show? could, but I can give you the answer of, uh, he'd effectively give you the answer you're, you're thinking you're going to get of, yes, I wrote some books and they're interesting. I'm glad you like them. <laughs> That'd basically be it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then never mind. <laughs> or we can just say we already did it and it's just not. Oh, it's a flashback. You definitely can. You guys can say that, uh, you know, ICS contacted them. You, you chit chat with the individual and they're interesting, but not related to the case. Yeah. All right. But honestly, if, if Kaiba gets the sense that this is entirely unrelated to the case, like it has definitely nothing to do 
with uh, his whereabouts or his plans, he would just drop it. Yeah, you very much get the, the sense that this is something that Emmanuel was personally interested in, but it's not connected to like the sleep studies. It's it's something he's personally interested in, and that's as far as we can tell, effectively. I'm beginning to wonder if he actually wasn't part of the sleep studies. Is that a wrong thought process, God, or...? I mean, you could ask Marissa if he's ever been in a sleep study, I guess, but... Considering it's been a day... I think we've asked him before, didn't we? Yes, it's been about a day. You guys have been researching this, and uh, effectively, the day will run its course. I will uh, heal the two of you. So, Margo, you're no longer exploding. Congratulations. Sweet. And Kyber, you're definitely doing much better. Carson, you were never damaged to begin with, so good job. Uh, like they call me uh, indestructible Carson. Oh my gosh! Don't red flag yourself, jinxed it. Uh, <laughs> I need to find some wood. Hold a second. Death flags. All right. Excellent. Wood All right. is knocked. Consider wood knocked. Considering uh, Margot, they sort of the, mm, the way they asked you to like get off the case wasn't aggressive, but it was essentially good job. But you're kind of spinning your wheels. You're kind of wasting your time at this point. Repeating of what was said before. We'll keep looking into him, but uh, ICS, your handler, they let you know that this came out of nowhere. You have no way of figuring this out. It's effectively a dead end. You know, let it go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And with you thinking this, I told you that Maverick was trying to help with information, right? He was in, you know, the... <laughs> I think I will take issue with the idea of dropping finding a lost kid considering his background. Yeah, so they're only telling you guys oh, to drop Oh, yeah, him. you would. They're still looking. They just don't want you guys hounding him. Mainly because currently there's no trail and they don't want you spooking him. No, and I, I also think I'm probably pretty accustomed to dropping the occasional case with potentially falling up later. Also, if it is still sleep study, we'll come back around to it eventually. Right. Basically, currently, no body parts have been left behind. Yes, it sucks that he took him, but we don't think he's currently in danger, so we'll keep we'll try to keep an eye on him. So you're saying that you're like accustomed to just dropping cases periodically or I mean, I've been this job long enough. Not every case can be solved. So I guess my question is, would this part of it be considered like a cold case or do we still have avenues that we can follow up on? I think it's not a cold case. It's just a uh... What do you call it when a case is like on hold? Gosh, I'm sure there's a word. Yeah, I don't know the technical term, but it's effectively on hold. Like when something pops up that we can chase after, please do so. It has been put on the back burner. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. We precisely. love a metaphor. Yeah, precisely. Very, very similar to the, uh, the room that we found that the uh, now deceased agent was looking into. Uh, but on that note, they let you know that abandoned sleep center and when I say they, I mean uh, your brother, Margo. Uh, he says that he was also told to basically, hey, we have work for you. Stop looking into this. We didn't ask you to. Go back to work. You're basically wasting company hours, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always helping my sister. But Sorry, say that again? Maverick was asked to hop off it, too, because he wasn't asked to do it. Remember I mentioned and he was helping you? Yeah, what was he looking into? The whole thing in general, trying to figure out who Emmanuel was, because remember, they said, oh, we don't know who he is. Um, well, wait, wait, was he looking into the orphanage? Yes. And to be super clear, uh, yes, this, this is effectively a dead end. There really isn't much more to link up on this. But the very, very, very last thing that your brother Maverick, because he was looking into the 
orphanage. She was trying to look into who uh, Emmanuel was. The last names I told you weren't linking up. There were various like locks effectively on parts of his life, specifically, you know, that that childhood, that like, the pre childhood and the fact that he went to the same orphanage with you all. So upon seeing that, your brother was OK, weird. I'm going to keep looking into this. And he also hit a dead end while working. So he wasn't able to get too much done. But the last thing that he thinks he saw, he wasn't able to fully link this, but he swears he was running some fingerprints, trying to double check. Was this is this the same manual Emmanuel? You know, maybe that's the reason why they want me looking into it. It actually is a waste of time. He was able to partially match fingerprints we have on file from Emmanuel as, you know, <laughs> we're able to pull full, easy fingerprints from his home. Uh, we had a team move in after Marissa, so they were able to get that without any issue. There was a partial match for various machines and paperwork found in the abandoned sleep study that you guys uh, swung by, the sleep center. Wait, what do you mean by that? Oh, that's, all, that's all I mean. There were partial fingerprints found that your brother thinks match. Wait, as in Emmanuel was in this, the abandoned sleep study place? Mm-hmm. That's what your brother thinks, but because he can't get a full match and they basically told him, like, bad boy down. He can't look into it any further. Hmm, I don't like ICS saying no this many times. Well, we both know that ICS likes hiding things. I mean... That is kind of ICS's (laughs) whole thing. Uh, How many times would Margo McGriff have gone uh, dark on a case? Occasionally, they do tell you to do something and tell us as much as you need to know, but when I say us, I mean just your handler and that's it. So a lot of things are kept in the dark primarily because they don't want people losing it and they don't want everyone to know everything due to safety reasons. Yeah, but then who are they going to send on this case to actually connect it? There are specialists, including yourself. If they believe there is a connection, they will reconnect you to it. But if they believe there's a connection. okay. did Maverick tell them about this potential connection and then he got told no, no, no. The last thing he found was this potential connection. And he's asking you, Margot. Should I say something? They don't know I know this, but I don't even know if it's a real connection or not. Well, it's a lead. It might open it back up. And if they shut it down anyway, then that's suspicious. Yeah, I would say tell them and see how they respond. Okay, so Maverick will go ahead and do that when he has the ability to do so, maybe when they're less angry. And he'll get back to you when he can. (laughs) Other than that, we basically spent uh, all day relaxing, reading books. Uh, Both y'all healed one as we're kind of chilling here. You received this information. And that's effectively going to be the whole day. So if there's anything in particular you want to do at night, you're more welcome to do so. Uh, Other than that, the smaller avenues you all want to look down, you can definitely uh, start poking those. And then, like I said, you'll have like a a day or so of downtime as uh, ICS understands because you report back and saying, all right, you know, we're off the case. I'm back. They'll give you a day or so to like decompress so that you're ready for the next case because they have a bundle of cases ready. Um, Does that mean we also get to de-stress or is that? uh, Effectively. Effectively, when you guys are, uh, quote unquote, off the case, <laughs> actually off the case. Um, yeah, so you'll get a full day of decompression and you guys get to roll your de-stress. Yeah, I need to de-stress a little bit, please. Please, I'm begging you. Oh, in that case, Kaiba needs to make up with his girlfriend, apparently. All right, so... Uh, because well, of the favor, so he's going to go on a date, I guess. Before we go out and uh, mess with any new things, we effectively tell ICS, hands off. We're moving on. We got it. Thank you. And they sign off on your guys' day of, you know, downtime. They remind you that there's some paperwork that needs to be done. And after that's done, then you can go on your next case. 
after you've done blah 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 blah. Uh, so, Kaiba, if you want to go ahead and uh, you know take her out as a oopsies, uh, you can go and roll de-stress, charm, and all that nonsense. Do you want a plus one and a plus zero? <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Alrighty, you can erase a singular wedge. Where would you like to cut back from? Uh, do it from fatigue, I guess. Okay. He has distressed. You said you're a happy boy once more. Going out on a date? Yeah. All right. You were indeed feeling... Like, I'm not sure if going out is the right word. Mm -hmm. Because it's more like they're lounging around in his room. Okay. Hey, I mean, that can be a date. Yeah. No, apparently uh, his girlfriend really likes watching, like, old-timey dramas or something. Very specific type of movie. I mean, that can be super fun. So, yeah. Sure. Let's go with that. Anything to relax, realistically. (laughs) Preferably picking a movie that involves uh, minimal murder and cases that are similar to what we're yeah. currently messing with. Uh, able to get all that, you know, situated as you're able to relax. And then uh, Carson and Marga, what would y'all do to de-stress? Um, I think Carson gonna have a movie night with his crew. Excellent. Is this a uh, in the bar movie night or are you all going out? In the bar movie night. Excellent. You have a big old uh, projector or a huge TV or something? Big old pro- projector, yeah. Very it's nice. Big uh, sheet. But I failed, so guess what? Doesn't matter. That is, that is indeed, a, indeed a one and two already. But you know what? I would just like to say that I may have failed. And while the movie night was a, was a fun time for, for Carson, he's still just anxious about everything that's going on. That's why it didn't work. Basically, you can't forget uh, what's going on in the background. Yeah. yeah, yeah. he was hoping it would work and it didn't. But you, you put on a smiling face for everybody else. Can't freak them out. Make sure you also mark experience, by the way, Carson. <laughs> OK. All right. I mean, do you like, get a new skill with that? Or? Nope. Nope. <laughs> wow. Getting there. <laughs> You're rolling too many 11s. <laughs> it's pretty sad, actually. So you don't gain any stress. On the two 11s? I, I know, right? And then Margo, since you are back in town, what would you do to de-stress? Well, since me and Maverick have been taken off this case, I will go hang out with Maverick and BFF. Excellent. All right, roll. Bring it together for me. Wonderful. Where would you like to remove one stress from, Margo? Agitated. Playing with your, uh, your poocher makes you less agitated? Yeah, as is the case for most people, I assume. Unless you just don't like dogs for some reason. It is your dog, though, so I'd hope you like it. Alrighty, spending time with family, spending time with smaller, furrier family. Things are going much nicer for you, Margo. Most of you guys are able to de-stress a bit, spend some time, and even if we don't fully uh, de-stress, at least we can spend some time off the case, uh, doing more human interaction that involves less kidnap and murder, and uh, weird, mysterious things. But, a day or two uh, rolls by, and uh, specifically for Kaiba and Margo, your break is cut one day short as ICS, of course, needs you to come in and uh, fill out some paperwork for them. Basically, all the uh, all the random bullshit from what we dealt with before. No need to roll for this. Just uh, role play wise. They're having you come in and do some boring shit. Didn't get too bad. Carson, of course, you can run your business officially. Oh, my God. Uh, for about a day or so before. Oh, oh you're oh, what? What? <laughs> you either do your actual job. What? Oh, you know, maybe I should just say, that. oh, God, that the fact that I just added more stress. <sighs> Looking up and seeing the stress bar even worse is 
you might say stressful a little yeah um i feel like maybe normally he works to de-stress so so past all that uh, after a day or so, Margo and Kaiba, you're able to uh, finish the most assuredly tedious paperwork, but everything's filled out. We understand where everything ended up. Uh, effectively, they're very clear with the two of you uh, and, and Carson. Margo and Kaiba, you're basically to let him know that this case was indeed resolved. We'll keep an eye on Marissa, but she was not killed. Technically, nobody was killed, to our knowledge. We primarily received more information about these blank red reels that no one really knew about. So regardless of the outcome, yes, we don't have the red reel. Yeah, no, the red reel case was successful. Yes, you guys were very successful in this. They're able yeah. to, you know, put this information in the archives in case we run into a blank red reel rather than shrug, figure it out. We know exactly how to deal with it now. So other agents can go into these cases where they to stumble upon them without, you know, the blindfold on, which we know leads to countless deaths. You, you may make one mistake, one misstep. That could be it. Well, good luck to them. I hope to never do it again. NPCs don't have luck, so <laughs> they can't just go. Oh, already. And uh, on that note, as we're not at the end of our normal time, uh, what is the next thing you guys want to do? Who do you want to chat with? Mm-hmm. I will say if you technically stumble across something that could open a new case or if you just want to chat with people and say, you know, hand us a new case, we'll go down that route instead. I have I many. Check out the apartments. Yeah. And did they come up with anything for my printed sheets or did I not ask about that yet? When you say printed, the, the one from Doctor Murder, you mean? No, from CD's Nuts. Uh, no. Essentially, the long, the long and short of that, of that Margo, is um, be careful. We don't know exactly what this is or why it was sent to him in particular, nor why your name was marked. Did you mention that while you were in Galva Hills, you guys messed with that machine? You sent it a message, did, did, or did you keep that to yourself? No, I think I would have mentioned it. Okay. Weird message going out, weird message coming in. They're able to put two and two together and say these might be linked, but we don't know how because this makes no sense. In terms of tracking, they didn't find shit. The exact same as CD's nuts. Complete dead end. Regardless, they'll hold on to this, this code, this something, whatever it is. I mentioned before the print that I sent you, that's the cleaned up version. Prior to that, it is all over the place. There's no clean lines. Uh, if you've ever seen a printer like malfunction or basically gone into like you know, a Word document and taken something and just you know, space, 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 enter, 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 just letters and shit all over the place and add a bunch of zeros and slashes, underscores. That's basically what it looked like before. After cleaning it up, this is what they got effectively. And they said this singular code repeated over and over and over and over and over. They are unable to run through any cipher to get any meaning from it. But basically, uh, hold on to this. If you find anything else, if anything reaches out to you or you find any weird code, don't shrug it off. Please return it back to us. We'll do our best to help you with whatever this is. But for now, Margo, we have no idea what it is. So I, there's no way I can even reply to it, is there? Unless you can figure something out. Nope, it's a complete dead end for them. They are intrigued, one might say, but also wary, as uh, sometimes you don't want to speak into the void. <laughs> Very true. I also would have given them the finger and the water sample. There's nothing weird about the water, right? Wow, you're giving them the finger? <laughs> I was going to say. The cutoff finger! Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but to... I guess, uh, solidify your thought. Yes, they, that is indeed lake water from that exact same source and location. So that is precisely where the water is pulled from. The watering hole. Oh, and I guess finger, since we do have his prints. Yes, that is 100% Emmanuel's finger. Sweet. Oh, we should send that to uh, 
official resources that 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 Jack's kidnapper is now missing a finger. Sure, they'll go ahead and uh, add yeah. that in. Uh, ICS can make that connection very easily for you. And knowing this might be a little more straightforward, hopefully, uh, to find him. Like we can also mention that uh, I mean he probably has enough knowledge of the magical side of things to hide himself. I would ask if they can figure out a way to bypass that, I guess. So we can go ahead and track him again. Sure. They'll, they'll definitely try looking into that. Uh, having the finger, I guess, uh, <laughs> backfires in a weird way and sort of helps. Seeing as he left it behind. Yeah. Uh, they'll definitely do their best and see what spells or something or ward he would have possibly used. Uh, obviously, nothing is perfect. E- even if you do it perfectly, things wear off either sooner or they just don't run as long as we need them to. Nothing's perfect. Uh, unless we have some sort of amplifier, which, as we are aware, is very dangerous, but doable. So they will try to look into what they can to accomplish this without harm to you, of course. And do they mention anything about what Maverick told them at this point in time or? Regarding the fingerprints? Has, has, he, has he told them already at this point, actually? Uh, yes, Maverick definitely would have told them uh, before your guys' downtime. And to your knowledge, Margo, uh, since, you, you know, all, all y'all are close, uh, Maverick would have told them. They would have been basically said, thank you for the information. We'll look into it. Please keep this close to your chest. We don't want rumors spreading. I guess I'll, or at least Kyra would give them the uh, usual response time to react to that, which is however long. Yeah, essentially. And if they don't mention anything back to him at that point, he's going to get suspicious. Yeah. So essentially, they're going to pocket it. They don't reopen that part of the case, at least. Of course, there's a lot to go through in that abandoned sleep center. Uh, you guys have been away from, from some time, though. So for the most part, all the lackeys that we have run through and just do grunt work have done just that, all the grunt work. And yeah, a lot of information in there. And yes, we still have some of the drugs that was mentioned. Those are in lockup, of course. But other than that, besides it being really, really weird, and if y'all see anything similar to this, please let us know, especially if you find something that is active. It's also sort of a, a dead end, but something very much to uh, worry about. If they're able to pull things from the other side via dreams and they can inhabit people's bodies or swap places with them or God knows what, that's a problem. Especially if we can force it. Other than that, yeah, dead end, effectively. And of course, and I they guess tell, we'll go back to checking out the apartment building for now. Sure. Do we swing by to say hi to a Graham or... I think we asked him if we can use his uh, apartment as a testing ground, right? He's down for whatever. Sure. As long as you ask him, he's, he's down to help. So, Because there was some, definitely something weird about the entire building. I think we asked this, well, around the time we, fin- we thought we finished the Red Reel. <laughs> well, anyway, we're going to go to Graham and ask him to, I don't know, help us out. Let us use your apartment. Come on, Graham. Uh, knock on Graham's door. Hey, Graham, uh, have we recruited you yet? And he's like, oh, God. Oh, no, they're back. Get right. away from me, freaks. You didn't get the message. I'm not texting you guys anymore. Jeez, leave me alone. No, you, you guys uh, definitely warn them ahead of time. You, you know, knock, knock, knock. Uh, you don't really see too many people farting about outside. Uh, as you swing up, though, he answers the door less chipper than usual. And you guys look at us and say, hey, what's up? I haven't seen y'all in a while. Uh, like notably less chipper or? Initially, yes. Uh, his initial expression, rather than being like excited, is more. I'm, you know, not even answering for the pizza, as if to say, like, who's knocking at my door? But he lights up when he sees you guys. What's up, so, Graham? Sup, sup. So it totally slipped my mind. I've been busy. I'm sure y'all have been busy. Uh, what did you need me for again, precisely? Or I guess the room? Yeah, like base of operations. 
Somewhat, I don't know, if it's good news or bad news, honestly, but apparently there definitely is something weird about this building, so... We're gonna yeah. run some tests, I guess. The whole building? Yep. Shit. Well, I guess come on in then. Um, How long do we think we're gonna be, you know, doing this for today? You got company coming over, Graham? Oh, it might turn into sort of a, a sleepover kind of situation, depending on how things work out. Cool, cool. I don't know if I'm getting company or not. Possibly. Uh, my mom called. She was just kind of saying, what's up? Checking in on things. I don't think I mentioned. I might have let it slip that. Well, if you think she's going to come by, let us know, because uh, it wouldn't be a great look. Definitely not. Which is why I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> she does sort of swing by uh, unannounced or announced, but like right when she's outside. So I can't react as she sort of does. But that's just kind of her. Regardless, though, ha 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 ha. Do you need me or is it just like being closer to the weird makes it easier for y'all to do your thing? Being closer to the weird. Being closer to the weird, yes. Dope, dope. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, being able to ask you some questions might definitely help then. Oh, yeah, sure. What's up? Around the block. I've lived here a while, yeah. What's up? Yeah, I mean, you seem like the type of person that, you know, asks people questions and stalks them spontaneously. I try to talk to their chagrin. Yeah, I try to talk to some folk. They tend to keep to themselves. I don't know everybody here, but I know some of them. Well, tell us about them, I guess. Uh, I mean, we know, there's a, a, we know there's a big guy, very big guy, actually, living on the top stairs. Mm, oh, yeah, top yeah. Top. Yeah, yeah, Matthias? Big dude? Muscles? Definitely. Yeah. About as wide as the entire hallway. Yeah, dude's huge, right? Uh, he seems super chill, but I don't know. He kind of, I don't like the judge folk, but he gives me a look as if he's say like, Maybe he's trying to say move politely, but it's more like move or I'll smash you. So I tend not to get in his way too often. I try to say, hey, what's up? But dude's real quiet. Mixed vibes from him, but he seems okay. What about the other tenants? Oh, boy. All right. I mean, we got we got a lot of folk. Obviously, Mr. Carrick, landlord, first floor. You know, y'all ran into him before. Definitely. Uh, and he <laughs> instinctually checks over his shoulder. Uh, real piece of work. Real interesting guy. He's unique one might say uh definitely be careful running into him again if you happen to because i think y'all gave him a bullshit story last time right oh i don't know i wasn't in then oh yeah true 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 uh well maybe you can get away with it but i think the <laughs> our two friends here definitely didn't say they were just your standard like hi we're visiting a friend i think they snuck around a bit regardless carrick's a bit uh old standard i guess whatever regardless y'all know him for the most part uh, not next door. Next, next door. There's a dude named Brant. I don't know him very well. I'll be honest. He kind of gives me the whole uh, heebie-jeebies. Uh, dude's bald. He's got, like, real narrow eyes. He's super lanky. Uh, he's always kind of wearing a hoodie, regardless of the weather. I don't... I like most people. I don't know. He kind of gives me, uh, I guess, the standoffish vibes I get from Matthias that are like, I will crush you, small bug man. I more feel like Brant's going to stab me. I didn't do anything to him, but like he's he's definitely standoffish. Like, don't don't talk. Don't mess with him. Just leave him alone. Uh, bad day every day for him, I guess. Not a huge fan, but I guess we have to live here. I don't know how the first floor is, but uh, <laughs> my room's fine now that I cleaned it. Obviously, my bud. Rest in peace. Rest in wherever the hell you are, Finn. He's gone. Sucks, but what are you going to do? Uh, Y'all talk to Etta, right? Yeah. You did, yeah. OK, yeah. so then, you know, her. we're, we're kind of here for her. Oh, really? Uh, invited or uninvited? Um, currently uninvited. Probably permanently uninvited. Good luck with that. She doesn't <laughs> let anybody in. Well, considering oh. your 
part of the group at this point, effectively. Apparently she has something in her room, which might be the reason why the entire building is weird, but... Uh, it's very bad, it's the other way around, who knows? Like a physical something, or like a spooky something? Unknown, I definitely know, Think of it though. like a, I don't know, an emotional charge or something that wants to hurt people. Great, just piling them on. Awesome. I'm, sure Car- I'm sure Carson can tell you more about it, he experienced it. Sure can. I mean, you look to be in One Piece, man. You doing, doing fine after whatever it was? Yeah, 100,000 episodes later. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. You Look, seem to have your hair doesn't go gray. It's all again. It's, you know, one of these days it's going to be the straw that broke the camel's back. And then I'll get gray hair. But today's not that day. I'm sure it'll be sure hot, you though. Great, great. Yeah. But we're only part of the way through the day, so we never know, right? Yeah, it's probably nothing we can't fix. I guess with a box of hair dye, or, or are we talking about something else? Well, I was, but I'm sure you'll look fine with gray hair, honestly. It's salt and pepper. I feel like you could pull it off, yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, you know, I just got to own it. Pretty much. Uh, there's one more person. I don't know her too well. And the other folk, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen them. There's that one lady with the baby. I don't know her very well. She kind of sticks to herself. I think she's just busy all the time, you know, working, kid. Uh, and then there is at the very top, top, top. Oh, I didn't mention. Sorry. I'm going from, to- I'm going from bottom to top of uh, who I run into on the semi-regular uh, top floor. Matthias, big guy. And then uh, next to him, there's a girl named uh, Janny that lives there. She seems she seems cool. Uh, everyone's kind of always watching each other occasionally, just like out the window looking about and whatnot. So that's usually how I see folk. I mean, obviously, Etta never leaves. I barely even know she's there. I mean, I think the only reason I know her is because I'm annoying. <laughs> at least you're self-aware. Uh, I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Look. The being self-aware is 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 something that you can use to become charming. It is indeed a power, yes. This I mean, I just use it I to do. eviscerate myself mentally, which is not great. No. Uh, yeah, there are two types of people in the world. Uh, Don't clearly. worry about it, it's fine. <laughs> Either you're demons. self-aware and charming, or you're self-aware and uh, depressed. I'd like to think there's a few more avenues, but you're on the right track or something, yeah. So is that everyone in the apartment, or is that everyone you know? I mean, that's everyone that I care to know, I guess. A lot of their folk are, I guess, more boring. More just like, I show up to work, and I do that, and then come home, and then eat, and that's basically More it. regular, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Jenny's always kind of watching folk. Uh, she, she's pretty cool. She's uh, wonderfully round. Uh, cute. You know, she's got a little ponytail, round glasses, round everything, I guess. She's nice. She's always kind of kind of like, you know. She'll wave down from way up there. I mean, you know, she's way up there. So <laughs> I'll see her pop her head open and just kind of wave down. I always like to imagine her as like, I don't know, the lighthouse, I guess. Just checking everybody out. Well, I guess that works. Building definitely seems to attract some figures. I kind of gather that, yeah. There's, what, 20-ish rooms, I think? And not all of them are taken. To my knowledge, no one's in Finn's room still, so. No. Well, then I guess let's get to work. Need me for that, or what's this, what's this work? I don't know. You want to help? You want if to see I... some actual magic being performed? Hmm, maybe. What are we doing exactly? I mean, for now, we're starting with a vibe check to get a better look at the building. That is a technical term, by the way. Alright, perfect. Uh, actually, having more people might be useful. So yeah, I guess I'll be using magic to vibe check the building. Okay, and uh, 
what 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 is your intent precisely? Just looking for weirdness, or I guess yeah, I want I want to get a similar feel to of the building that uh, Millie got. Like, what exactly did she feel that she despised this entire place? Okay, what was the bad juju? Is there an epicenter? Yeah, sure. All right. Is it just the entire building? Is it a feeling of this building doesn't belong in this space, or is it a feeling of uh, I don't know? This building is bigger than it is. Ooh. Okay. You can definitely do that. And as you said, you'll need time to prepare. Uh, you've brought various trinkets and such with you, Kaiba. Having an extra person here is actually going to be uh, super helpful. Primarily because uh, big chunks of magic, checking things like this, especially an area this large, is going to be very nice to have an extra person. Just to help kind of, you know, vibe things out. We can explain to Graham how uh, various things work. Same with Carson, same with Margo. You know, we've messed with things before, but... Any singular missteps can lead to a disaster, as we are aware. So, actually, can I say, since uh, Graham is probably familiar with the building, we're basically using his mind, his understanding, as a focus point. So he can, we can, he can basically like walk us through the building. Effectively, yeah. I mean, he knows the place pretty well, and all the rooms are mostly unison. Yeah. Alright, so Graham, you're gonna feel a tingly feeling and just think about the building, all the places you've been. Will do. And Graham's It'll able to like, help you, uh... you know, dreaming effectively, like you're walking through the building. Okay, okay. He seems to be on board with this. Uh, he helps Don't think you of anything weird or it might come and haunt you. And that's not a joke. I've seen that movie and I know how this works, don't worry. Mm, sure. Alright, he's able to, all, all of you are able to set various things up in the room to both protect yourself and amplify this. Uh, the actual, like, you know, casting as we sit down and focus and, uh, you know, tap into the Aether, the uh, <laughs> the good stuff on the other side. Um, we'll have Mr. Kaiba go ahead and roll for us. So I guess I get the plus one for my, what's it called, Mystical Library? Yeah. Yes. We have plenty of time to prep for this. You needed it. Good enough. Definitely needed it, yeah. Does this technically count as big magic, by the way, or? If you're checking the entire building, it's a big magic in the sense that we need everybody. We need a bunch of stuff. You very much need to prepare for this, and it's going to take some time. So yes, that sense. All right, let's see. Let's see. I believe with a mixed success, it effectively works, but there's going to be a form of a side effect, or we're going to draw immediate unwelcome attention. What can possibly go wrong when there's a hostile entity in one of the rooms? Indeed. All righty, as you all begin to assist Kaiba in this, we place all the items up, we, you know, figure out what needs to go where, all that good stuff. There is an equation to everything. There is a pure knowledge that is normally beyond human sight and reach. But being able to utilize sacred or perfect geometry, uh, basically dipping into the truth of the universe as things are, we can occasionally see things that should not be here as they do not match the same rhythm or code in a way. And initially, the ritual seems to be working quite well. And we know we're going to receive the information that we want. You know already, ahead of time, that there is something wrong with this location. What that something is, she, of course, was not able to tell you. But it was bad enough that she left in a hurry. Now that you're here, even though you know there should be an off feeling, it does not assault you whether it is suppressing itself or whether you're unable to feel it, you're not sure. Now that we've started this ritual, though, that is no longer the case. 
A feeling of dread surrounds all of you. You know for a fact that you're being watched, and you know there is no way to stop this ritual or cease yourselves from being watched without experiencing great harm. Something will break, something will go wrong, and you're not going to get the answer you want. But whatever this something is, is entirely aware that you know, or you're looking into it. And as you do, this, what, four-story building? Yeah. 20 rooms. There is a presence that resides in, in one of them, in multiple. It's moving. It seems to be coming from everywhere and nowhere all at once, as if it's playing with you. But you really, really got to focus down. And when you do, it's not that the lights go off in the room. It's that light itself as a concept is just extinguished. You can see each other. You can see some of the charms you left behind. A faint outline of each of your allies is approximately two feet away in each direction as you guys effectively form a circle. Graham is trying to visualize this to the best of his ability, all the various locations. A sense of unbelonging very much strikes out at all of you. And as you feel more than see this presence, it's inhabiting mm, a location somewhere south. It's very, it's very close to where we are, whatever it is. It's most assuredly here. And there's definitely something above us. And we know this is Etta's room, which is essentially what we're looking for. But that isn't all of it. There's more going on here. And you feel as if you've run into it before in some way. It feels somewhat familiar. You definitely can't place it. But this presence, you've, you've spoken with it before. There's almost a voice that's muted in the background that garbles itself and just falls into oblivion. But it's familiar. How it's familiar? You cannot tell, but you know for a fact you've spoken with this person that is somehow associated with this feeling, this entity that should not be here, yet resides in this building. To answer one of your questions, Kaiba, does the building belong here? Yes, it does. Does this thing, whatever it is, belong here? Very much not so. It was invited into this world, and it is... It's powerful, most assuredly. How powerful? Hard to say. It's hiding quite well. Maybe it's biding its time? Maybe it's sleeping. It's difficult to tell. But it knows that you see it. If you have any... I guess if you have one more question, or something along those lines, you feel as if you can ask it before this ritual effectively phases out. Gotta be a good question. The only thing I can think of is what does it want? I think, I think that's a good question. Yeah, I honestly, I, I, that's a good question. Go with that. Perfect. As this thing is watching you, you see into it for a moment, Kaiba. And you know what you see, Kaiba. All of your allies also say. There is no blinking and there is no turning away. There is only reality. The reality of what's in front of you. This thing, this entity that does not belong here, but is here all the same. It does indeed want something. It wants to be praised, for it knows it is powerful, and it knows that it should reclaim its rightful place above all of you sniveling, writhing worms. It wants you to know that you know your place as well. It does not want to just rule over you. It wants to make sure you know you're being ruled, and there's nothing that you can do to stop it. And after this sickening feeling resides, light returns to the room, and you can all see each other sitting in a circle, each of you covered in sweat. Did we notice we were sweating? Not until now. You uh, literally felt nothing in this oh, geez. strange void. 
You couldn't even feel yourself breathing now that you're thinking about it. The air entering, passing by your lips and down your throat, filling your lungs, feels mm, fresh. It feels like something that you haven't experienced or really got to taste, and your mind is like reeling back now. Was it? Has it been hours, days, weeks? How long have we been sitting here? Your lips feel dry, despite the fact that your skin is covered in a sheen of sweat. And for Are each we of you, dehydrated a, a little, yeah. For each of you, uh, Kaiba, Margo, and uh, Carson, go ahead and roll me to keep it together. No. Yay! Uh, is this one? Nope, oh, that's panic. That's panic. That's a ring one. Uh, I don't think I have that one either. Hey. Uh, what do I roll for this? For this situation in particular, I'll let you roll plus weird or plus cool. Your choice. Well, they're both the same, so it doesn't matter. Perfect. I'm gonna roll weird because I'm weird. Excellent. Alrighty. Both Kaiba and Carson, you will add uh, one stress. Where are we throwing that bad boy? Um, I guess it's just normal stress. What happened? It was definitely exhausting, but not in the mental kind. So So I will say with your current situation, Carson, filling out your stress meter, this is a weird place. Can I do corruption? Uh, No, you don't. You don't want that. (laughs) So, I mean, you might be able to use it as an excuse to use your other character if you have made it already. I have not yet made one, though. That's fine. Realistically, don't need to. Um, so I, I will say, corruption is effectively only used if your character is like, I want to solve this case, but the current tools we have are not good enough. I'm either going to ask ICS or try to find something, or I tell you something in the current campaign that's very clearly a magical item that you should not touch, and you say, screw it, it's got power, I'm touching it anyway. That's where corruption comes from. Corruption comes from, I say, this thing is very clearly some dark god. Do not tussle with it. You do so. Okay. You tussle. Oh, you yeah, mean you like the thing we're currently inside of? Maybe. <laughs> Actually, Sister Cornered works because it's all around us, right? Yes. Sure, I'll do Cornered then. You were in that nice, expensive blackness, and now suddenly you're in a tight room. Yeah, I just yeah, want it, it to make sense. It, well, it wants to step on us. That's pretty cornered. Yeah. It's just, you know, because it's like, if I don't choose stress just because I don't want my stress circle to fill up, I don't know if I want to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I mean, it's appropriate what, what to use even, cornered or... What would even happen if you were stressed out, Ra? You could have to do a panic roll and you might flee and run out the building. It's not yeah, too it would bad. Be, it would be, yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess to answer the meta question, because you're right, that is a weird question. If you ever fill, I'll put it this way. I know it sounds mean, <laughs> but if you ever fill the stress meter in a, ser- in a, I guess in a scene or scenario where it doesn't really feel that bad, I'll find a way to make it somewhat worse. <laughs> oh, oh, perfect. This is, so that I, may, I just wanted to make to sense narratively. Yeah, this is a horror game, so I do have to make sure uh, we, we're not like metaing accidentally or, you know, on, on purpose, because our brains will always go meta direction. I totally understand that. Um, if you're like, oh, I'll just try here because it's not going to hurt me. I'll find a way to make it be not great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, not, not horrible, but not great. No, again, like, I just want it to make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone sees you but if, your pants. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> yeah, it's just Mentally like, scarred. if that's what girls... But actually... Your not-yet girlfriend happens to be in that exact spot and sees everything go down. Oh my gosh, that fills my entire stress and cornered meters. It just keeps filling up over and over. Yeah. Go go in fetal mode. I just disappear into the ether. Just, just the. <laughs> oh no, he has been finned. Uh, exactly. I just my body just just 
Finn died of cringing so hard from being embarrassed. He just like cringed himself out of existence. Exactly. He's just like, he's like deuces. Do not witness me. And then, and then Sophie's like, Grim, is it possible that Finn cringed himself out of existence? You know what? Yeah. He texted that one girl and it was a horrible, horrible pickup line. Oh no. He's like, it's not the case. That's the third one this year. Damn it! Alrighty, and uh, we'll open the the cringe that killed the boy, I guess, uh, next week. And with this new bit of information, as we're all kind of seeing it and looking at each other and being like, "What the shit?" Uh, Graham looks as if God, I, I saw love that... that book. <laughs> the boy who cried cringe. Exactly, horrifying. Uh, Graham gives you all a look as if to say, "Yeah, I saw that too. Definitely." He's not freaking out. He's trying to hold it together, but he fully understands, you know, uh, what's going on here. Congratulations, Graham. You have a. Hmm potential god inside your building he just kind of nods slowly after wiping his brow and goes dope great yeah Yeah, that's uh a twist and on that note we'll go ahead and pause and dive into this more next week